Thank you for choosing to give yourself some time to think. My name is Michael, and I will be your narrator and question asker. Every episode of this podcast will begin with a story. This will be followed by an intentional period of silence for you to quietly reflect on a question I will ask. Some days may be deep and meaningful. Others may be humorous and quirky. Regardless, I promise there will be some time to think. Although they couldn't be further apart in musical style, you'd be hard-pressed to deny that Bob Dylan and Prince are two of the biggest music icons to hail from the state of Minnesota in the United States. What might be a bit of a debate is which one will have a more long-term lasting impact on music culture. Bob Dylan is an American singer-songwriter, author, and visual artist, often regarded as one of the greatest songwriters of all time, according to Rolling Stone. Many consider him to have been the voice of the counterculture revolution of the early 60s. He's been creating music for over 60 years. Prince is regarded as one of the greatest musicians of his generation, and he worked across multiple genres, often playing most or all of the instruments on his recordings. He is credited with pioneering a funk, rock, synth, pop, new wave music genre termed the Minneapolis Sound. Sadly, in 2016, at the age of 57, Prince died of an accidental fentanyl overdose. Continue listening to hear some more interesting facts about Dylan and Prince, what made them similar, and what made them different. Perhaps some of these facts will help you respond to the question in today's episode. Real quick before we continue, I want to mention that I'm using Anchor to make this podcast. I chose Anchor mostly because it was free, of course, but it also had all the creation tools I needed. They also distribute to all the major podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple, and Google. It's also possible to make some money without having a minimum listenership. It's everything I needed to make a podcast in one place. If you're thinking of making a podcast, then download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Prince released 39 albums during his life and sold over 150 million records worldwide. According to Ebony Magazine, he left a vast array of unreleased projects in a vault at his home after his death. It is believed that the vault contains dozens of fully produced albums and over 50 music videos that have never been released, along with other various media. Dylan has released over 39 studio albums and written over 500 songs and has sold more than 100 million records and published eight books of drawings and paintings. Dylan has won many awards throughout his career, including 10 Grammy Awards, one Academy Award, and one Golden Globe Award. Prince won seven Grammy Awards, an Academy Award, and a Golden Globe Award as well. In 2019, the 1984 film Purple Rain was added to the Library of Congress for Preservation in the National Film Registry for being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. In 2016, Dylan won the Nobel Prize in Literature for having created new poetic expressions within the great American song tradition. And of course, both of them have been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Each of them struggled with their fame on a certain level and spent time out of the spotlight. In 1966, Dylan crashed his motorcycle, after which he made very few public appearances and did not tour again for almost eight years. 
According to Dylan, I had been in a motorcycle accident and I'd been hurt, but I recovered. Truth was that I wanted to get out of the rat race. After his album release of Around the World in a Day, Prince quit touring and retreated to Minneapolis, where he spent his time building a studio complex and home he named Paisley Park. For a time, his reputation as a recluse kept even his friends at bay. Sometimes it gets lonely here, he said in one interview. I wish more of my friends would come by. A lot of the time, they think I don't want to be bothered. Each of them developed a midlife religiosity. Dylan converted to evangelical Christianity. However, in 1997, he told David Gates of Newsweek, Here's the thing with me and the religious thing. This is the flat-out truth. I find the religiosity and philosophy in music. I don't find it anywhere else. Prince became a Jehovah's Witness in 2001. An article in the New Yorker magazine said he attended meetings at a local kingdom hall and occasionally knocked on people's doors to discuss his faith. Of his faith, Prince said he did not consider it a conversion, but a realization, comparing it to Morpheus and Neo in The Matrix. How cool is that? Both had some interesting relationships with their record labels and media. In reaction to disagreements over contractual obligations, Prince changed his name to a symbol. The media started referring to him as the artist formerly known as Prince. He was also well-known, perhaps even vilified, for his unrelenting lawsuits over copyrights. Heck, he wouldn't even let Weird Al Yankovic parody any songs. Dylan, on the other hand, sold the rights to nearly his entire catalog of songs in what Forbes magazine described as the largest ever for a single act, estimated at a value of over $300 million. Dylan also had a tenuous relationship with the media. I would describe him as a poetic curmudgeon. Dylan wrote in his memoir, The Press? I figured you'd lie to it. For the public eye, I went into the bucolic and mundane as far as possible. On a final note, I want to share an admirable trait about each of them. Prince did not speak publicly about his charitable endeavors. The extent of his activism, philanthropy, and charity was only published after his death. Over the years, Dylan has donated millions of dollars to Amnesty International and Feeding America, and has done so with minimum fanfare or self-promotion. One of these two probably has more influence on your particular music taste, but what arguments would you make for the other one having a more significant long-term impact on music culture? Again, one of these two probably has more influence on your particular music taste. But what argument would you make for the other one having a more significant long-term impact on music culture?
Once again, thank you for listening and giving yourself some time to think. If you could, please take a few minutes and send me an email to let me know how I'm doing, offer suggestions, or even just to say hello. I would love to hear from you. Michael at sometimetothink.com